Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Madame Curie, a biography. If you are a science lover, you may have come across a picture online of physicists gathered at the Solvay Conference nearly a century ago. This photograph boasts numerous scientific giants, including the well-known Albert Einstein, who needs no introduction, Erwin Schrödinger, who proposed the famous thought experiment of superimposing both live and dead states on a cat, and Max Planck, the founder of quantum mechanics. Among these best and brightest minds of the 20th century, there is only one woman, Madame Marie Curie. As a pioneer in the study of radioactivity, Madame Curie's achievements are widely known. From an early age, she displayed a strong thirst for knowledge and an exceptional capacity for learning. She received her bachelor's degree from Sorbonne University, and her master's and doctoral degrees from the University of Paris. She was proficient in several languages, including Polish, English, French, and German. In her scientific career, Madame Curie received numerous accolades. She won 10 prizes, 16 medals, and 107 honorary titles, and became a Nobel laureate in both physics and chemistry. She remains the only female scientist to date who has won the Nobel Prize twice. However, Madame Curie never rested on her laurels or took all the credit for herself. In fact, she had very little interest in fame and fortune. When World War I broke out, she immediately offered to donate her medals to aid the war effort. However, fate was not kind to the great lady. One after another, her family and loved ones passed away, and she was attacked and vilified by the press and the public. In the face of repeated difficulties, she never gave up. Through a strong will and persistent belief, she devoted herself to scientific endeavors. What gave her such remarkable strength? Let's find out together in the pages of Madame Curie, a biography and discover the life of this extraordinary scientist. In this bookie, we will unfold the story of Madame Curie in three parts. Part 1, An Upbringing Under Oppression. Part 2, Scientific Exploration Amidst Poverty. Part 3, Perseverance Through Setbacks. Part 1, An Upbringing Under Oppression. Madame Curie was born Mania Sklodowski in Poland, where her ancestors had been wealthy minor nobles. However, the country was later invaded and divided by Russia, and the Sklodowski family gradually fell into decline. To improve their financial situation, Mania's father, Vladislav Sklodowski, gave up farming in turn to academia, and he soon became the principal of a middle school for boys. Mania's mother was an intelligent, gentle, and dignified woman. The principal of her alma mater, she later gave up her passion for education to raise her children. When Mania was born, her mother already displayed signs of tuberculosis and avoided close contact with the infant. Despite her overwhelming love for her child, the illness-stricken mother could only tell young Mania to go play in the garden and in nature. In the countryside, Mania and her siblings chattered joyfully and sang songs in Polish. At the time, to kill the national spirit, the Russian Tsar stipulated that all officials across Poland should communicate in Russian, and that schools should use Russian textbooks and teach in Russian exclusively. Therefore, Poles could only speak their mother tongue in secret when no one else was around. Mania's father, an intellectual with great national pride, often secretly taught his children the true history of Poland in their native language and sang songs of the Polish Revolution. Mania's patriotism was thus cultivated from a young age. At the age of six, 
Mania finally started school. However, the joy of this event was accompanied by bad news. Her mother's lung disease was worsening, and she began vomiting blood. Mania's father, meanwhile, was removed from his post as school principal and forced to teach. As a result, his salary was cut, and the family had to move out of the free accommodation provided by the school and find a place to rent. They quickly fell into great difficulty. To overcome the financial constraints, a sclode of skis took boarders in their rented rooms. During an epidemic year, one of the boarders contracted typhoid fever. Thanks to the care of Mania's eldest and second sisters, his illness was soon under control, and he made a full recovery. Unfortunately, Mania's eldest sister became infected and eventually died. Devastated by the succession of tragedies, her mother soon passed away as well, leaving her beloved family behind. The loss of her loved ones was a painful blow to Mania, and she sought comfort in her studies. However, her school life was also difficult, as she and her classmates had to learn a distorted version of history. The teachers found opportunities to bypass the supervision of the superintendents and teach the true history of their country to the students. Once, when a history teacher was giving a secret lesson to his students, they heard an announcement that the school inspector was coming. The students immediately put away their Polish language notes and textbooks, and took out needles, scissors, cloth, and other supplies to pretend that, that they were sewing. A terrifying silence came over the classroom. Mr. Hornberg, the overweight superintendent, surveilled the teachers and students in the class and began hunting for traces of the banned textbooks, notes, and other incriminating evidence belonging to the children. When he failed to find anything, he began to question the students. Mania, who did well in her studies, was called upon to answer him. This was undoubtedly a provocative interrogation session, as the inspector deliberately tried to humiliate the knowledgeable Polish students. He asked Mania, what is the Tsar's title? And the young girl reluctantly answered, Vyla his majesty. He then asked, who rules over us? To which she dejectedly replied, his majesty Alexander II, Tsar of all the Russias. Finally, he asked, and my title, what is it? Visakoradai, highborn. When the questioning session was over, the inspector left the classroom, feeling smugly satisfied with himself. He glanced at Manya, who was so devastated that she threw herself into the arms of her teacher and burst into tears. Saddened by this event, her classmates also started crying on their desks. Manya slowly grew up in this oppressive environment. Her father's guidance, as well as her own knowledge, ideals, and patriotism, supported her through the trying times. At the age of sixteen, she graduated from high school with honors and received a gold medal. She then spent a year in the countryside, during which she learned about brilliant achievements in philosophy and natural science from other countries such as England and France. Her curiosity was aroused. Like a bear cub awakening from hibernation and craving nourishment, Mania craved knowledge. She wanted to further her education in Paris. However, one of her sisters was also planning to study in Paris. Their family could not afford to support both of them, so Manya decided to find work and cover her sister's expenses as well as save money for her own tuition. She became a governess for a wealthy family, where she met her first love. Manya worked for Mr. Z, whose son Casimir was studying at the University of Warsaw. When he returned home for his summer vacation, Casimir met the charming and well-spoken tutor, and he felt immediately attracted to her. The refined young man injected fresh vitality into Manya's life. Equally witty and passionate, the pair soon fell in love with each other.
however, the insurmountable class barrier between them cruelly tore them apart. At the time, the social status of a governess was similar to that of a gardener or a cook, and their relationship met with strong opposition from Mr. Z. In anger, he said to his son, one does not marry a governess. The meek Casimir chose to obey his father, and the romance was shattered. For a long time, Mania was mired in self-doubt, questioning her ideals and beliefs. After a long period of self-isolation and struggle, she finally faced reality and severed all emotional ties with Casimir. Eight years later in 1891, she set out for the scientific haven that was Paris. Soon, a new star in the field of science would be seen rising above the French Republic. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.